0: California hospitals are crippled from flu and COVID. Are these lessons unlearned? And new laws I'd like to see go national. There's some great new laws on the books. And it is Veganuary. We're going to talk about why you should participate and probably stay a vegan.
1: Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the CorelCast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service.
0: Happy Wednesday. It's Wednesday, everyone, and I hope you're having a great beginning week of the new year. Remember, as we talked about yesterday, give yourself a little slack. I want you to make some changes. But remember, you got to take it slow and don't beat yourself up too much. Just if you fall out of your pose, get right back into it. Uh, All right. In California right now, and this is starting to happen across the globe, well, across the country at least, uh, the hospitals are once again strained. Medical workers, once again, strained, uh, and we're getting into a really bad crisis situation, like bad, like morgues outside of hospitals again. Why? Flu, COVID, and RSV, triple threat. People are getting triply infected all at once, and it's taken them down. Now, I have been lucky, knock wood, to not be triply infected yet. I say yet because, you know, there's always the chance. Uh, and maybe you have had one, two, or three of these. But I wanted to talk about, do we deserve it? You know, my first book is called You Can't Say That. You can't even get it anymore. It's out of print. I have a couple copies, if any of you want to want to buy one from me. Uh, but it's called You Can't Say That, because I wrote an editorial in early 2000 about HIV-AIDS. And in that editorial, I said, let's face it, if you get HIV-AIDS in the new millennia, you deserve it. You know, the information, it's, it's 40 years old. The information has been out there. We know how not to get it. And that doesn't mean that we shouldn't love you. It doesn't mean that we shouldn't care for you. But it means that you were speeding towards a brick wall with no brakes and you hit the wall. You deserve it. And an editor said, you cannot say that people that contract HIV AIDS deserve it. You, you, just, you can't say that. that. That's exactly what he said to me. And I said, well, why not? When I say deserve it, I don't mean as a punishment. What I mean is that they had to ignore information that's out there about how not to get it unless they got it through no accord of their own, through a blood transfusion or something like that. So if they Unless they got it from something other than sex that they couldn't help, then, you know, they worked for it. And... A lot of people got mad at that editorial. And looking back 20 years, would I write the same thing today? I don't know. But do we deserve this triple pandemic that we're now having again? Because look, COVID was now three, four years ago. Okay? Since COVID, we have not forced, as a federal government, we have not forced corporate healthcare, because that's who runs healthcare, to expand hospitals to hire more doctors, to hire and recruit more nurses. We haven't modernized hospitals, expanded their uh, emergency room capabilities, expanded their bed capabilities. We haven't done anything. In fact, we've cut back. And as a people, we know there are three viruses going around right now. And if you get them, you could get sick and you could die. We know this, and yet we won't mask up. We still go to very large, crowded, attended things. We have not made public buildings any safer. During COVID, they were talking about making buildings where actually germs couldn't live inside the buildings. We have UV lighting that could kill germs on buses, in large crowds. We're not installing those everywhere. We're not doing anything to save ourselves, be it climate change or viruses. So do we deserve to get sick? If you got sick and you're not going out everywhere in a mask and you're not washing your hands 15 times a day and you're not, you know, taking all the precautions that you need to take, did you deserve it? You didn't protect yourself. New Year's Eve, how many people got sick because they refused to not go to a crowded event? No, it's New Year's Eve. I've got to go dancing. I've got to go be in a club. I've got to go be around people. When there are three viruses circulating that are banding together like a, a, a an unholy trilogy and Trinity, sorry, unholy Trinity uh, and and killing people and once again taxing hospitals, taxing doctors, taxing nurses, no one's making you go out into very public places unmasked. and no one has made, Grocery stores, department stores, nightclubs, install the lighting that can actually kill viruses. Install air filtration systems that actually can take them out of the air. Why? Because all that takes money. It takes money to expand a hospital, to expand an ER. It takes money to hire more doctors. And they would rather collect the profits from you dying and getting sick than to actually help you when you are sick or dying. And so if it falls up to you to be well and you go out and get sick, do you deserve it? And I mean that. Look at California right now. Record numbers of hospitalizations again. Record numbers of deaths. You know, thousands are dying each week now of COVID and the flu and RSV. Thousands, okay? They're not telling you how bad it really is. Because they want you to keep shopping. They want you to keep going out. They want you to keep going to restaurants. They want you to keep going to movie theaters. They want you to, and you know, to wear a mask nowadays, you're looked at like some freak. I wear a mask. When I go in the grocery store, I have a mask on. When, should I ever need to walk through a casino? I have a mask on. I do not go places unmasked. When I go into a restaurant, I have a mask on until I eat. If I hear people coughing, the other day I went to Chef Kenny's. There was a guy about 15 feet away from me, and he just kept coughing. Now, I had a mask on, but I still moved away. I asked him to move me away from him. And when I got up to move, I said, I'm moving because of you. You should not have come out of the house with that cough. And he got all mad at me. What do you mean? I can come out. I go, no, you should be. And people in the restaurant when he left agreed with me and said, yeah, what was he doing out? He was coughing you know, and and just sneezing. and, And you know what? We're not even speaking up now. If someone is around you and they're sick, you're not like, go away. Go to your house. Get in your car. Get away from me. And more importantly, people who are sick now think it's okay to go out. Oh, it's just the flu. I can go out. Oh, I just have a cold. I can go out. No. If you have cold or flu symptoms, sit your ass at home. Well, my boss won't let me corral. Then report your boss you know i'm it's it's ridiculous we have learned nothing from the pandemic and here we are years out and now hospitals are once again overflowing in california in new york and other in other states people in record numbers are getting not one not two but three viruses all at once you know what's it going to take a virus that actually makes you drop dead right away if these killed you instantly like a day after you got them you drop dead Places would be empty right now. But you don't fear COVID anymore. You don't fear the flu. You don't fear RSV anymore. So you think it's no big deal if you get them. It's a big deal. So I would ask, if you're sick, stay home. If you're not sick, when you go out, you got to start masking up, particularly in California, New York, Florida, and in states where the medical system is about to collapse again. And then we need an election year to start putting it out to politicians that we need a better health care system. We don't have the best one in the world if it buckles when just part of its population gets the flu or a virus. If every time large amounts of people need the health care system, it fails, then guess what? It's a failing health care system. And who wants to acknowledge that, that our health care system is actually failing? Because it is. If it can't handle the, the workload, you know if it can't handle 20% of the population being sick, then it's a failing system. Because what happens when all of us get sick like this? It crumbles. And people you know, locally I'm seeing people treated in the, the frickin' uh, hallway of hospitals in the lobby. It's it's really, really sad. I mean, it's really quite sad You be treated in a lobby. But I'm having a coronary. Well, here, take a seat over here.
1: It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. Listening to the Corel Cast, driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: All righty, January 1st is when new laws kick in. Uh, And there's some new laws in California uh, and a flu other, a flu, yeah, (laughs) a flu, I got the flu on the brain, a few other places uh, that have kicked in uh, that I think should be national, okay, that I I think these laws should be national. Uh, And we're going to talk about just a few of them because I like a few of them. These are in California new laws. Nevada had 80 new laws come into effect. Uh, Some of these, by the way, that are in Nevada, I'm sorry, in California are also in Nevada. We also mimicked. Some are not, but some are. Uh, One of the big ones, we'll start with the biggie. In California, you can no longer fire someone if they use cannabis away from work. There's some exceptions, people like pilots and other things like that. Also, the initial drug screen for a company. They don't have to hire you. If you have cannabis in your system. But once you get the job, they can't fire you for cannabis use off hours. And it's in most jobs. About 90% of jobs cannot fire you uh, if you now test positive for cannabis, but you were not using it at work. And I have always said this about cannabis in the states where it's legal if it is a legal substance in your state, not just medically, but legal or medically, you know, for, for years, you could be high on lithium, oxy, whatever, go to work and there's not they don't even test you for those drugs. But have cannabis in your system? You could get so fucking blackout drunk every single night that you can't tell man from woman. But, and keep your job. But smoke a joint? And oh, no. So now that has been changed in California. You cannot be fired for cannabis use away from the office. You can't sit there and blaze away at work. You can't do it at lunch. That's their time. You know, you can't go back to work high. So you can't be high at work. That's not what they're saying. What they're saying is, of course, you can be legally high on work on OxyContin, Xanax, Valium, Prozac. Lithium. Sure, all those are allowed at work. Very few exceptions. A couple pilots and doctors, whatever. But cannabis, you still can't even be high at work. But you can't be fired for what you do at home. And that should be a national law. Pot should be legal nationally. And there should be no repercussions for you doing it away from work. Biden just commuted a bunch of pot sentences. You know, we we need to get to the point where what you do at home recreationally is your business so long as you don't bring it to work and so long as you're able to do your job. If you go home every night and eat an edible and get as high as you want, that's fine. You shouldn't be fired the next day because you ate an edible the night before. And now in California, you won't be. Um, Another one of my favorite things, because there is no shame in my game. I will talk how much I make how much money I have in the bank, all of that. It's always been, I've never had a problem acknowledging how much I'm making or how much money I might have in the bank. Well, at some jobs, disclosing your salary was a fireable offense. If you disclosed your salary or talked about your salary with your coworkers, you could be fired. And in some entertainment communities, that was the, the, jo- the thing as well, where the studio would fire you if you were a supporting actor and you asked the lead actor how much they were making. Well, now in California, they can't. You cannot be fired for talking about your wages or your salary with other work employees. And believe me, I've worked at places where it said you cannot have conversations about your compensation with other employees. Well, now you can and there's nothing they can do about it. And that is the only way to get to pay equality and parity is if a female employee can ask a male employee doing the same job, how much are you making? Prior, she couldn't. Now, of course, employers don't want you to. Did yesterday I read in the news, a guy got fired or no, he quit his job because his co—he found out his coworkers were making more money than him. He asked for a raise; they wouldn't give it to him, just to match what his coworkers were making. So he quit, and after quitting, a headhunter recruited him for the same job for four and a half times what he was making. That's how companies are. And so now you're able. Look, I—I've been very honest with y'all. I get six hundred and ninety-three dollars from Patreon. That's how much money the show brings me in every month. Six hundred and ninety-three dollars. I was always very candid at KFI. We made $110,000 a year plus about $8,000 a month in endorsements, so we made about $200,000 a year each. And we were the lowest paid in Los Angeles radio because we were gay. And we weren't allowed to ask Bill Handel how much he makes. We weren't allowed to ask Phil Hendry how much he makes. The station told us. Do not discuss your compensation with anyone but your agent, manager, or each other. Don't go asking Phil Hendry how much he makes. Ever since then, I found out that we were the lowest paid. You know, so I've, I've always been very honest. I, I live off disability right now. You know, disability from Social Security is $2,100 a month. And then I get disability from SAG-AFTRA, and that's uh, 16 So I live on about with the with the Patreon. 700 i live on about forty two hundred dollars a month that's what i live on that's under 50k a year and that's what i live on and that's why i have debt and bills that's not enough in today's world i can make up to 1300 a month without interrupting my disability so i could double my patreon uh, for those of you that want to support me this 2024 but that's a great law you can't be fired for talking your wages Another thing that's been before our Congress, uh, that is a, a, a law uh, in now in California, is nuisance fees are out the window. Las Vegas, oh my God. So my friend Irma downstairs, her granddaughter works over at the Flamingo. And people who use a third-party booking, they don't book with the Flamingo directly, the third-party booker will say, oh yeah, your room's just $39 a night. But they get there. And the room's literally like $150 a night because the $39 doesn't include resort fees, parking, taxes, blah, 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 blah. And so they get there and they go to check in and their four night stay, which they think is gonna be like $120, is literally like $600, $700. And they have a fit and there's nothing Destiny can do. She's like, you used a third party booker. There's nothing we can do. Had you booked with us, you would have gotten the real overall price. Well, President Biden wants to stop that. And now in California, it's stopped. So what you see, when, when you buy a concert ticket, there were Beyonce tickets available in California and LA for $125. I thought, well, you know, maybe. So I clicked on it. And by the time you got out with all the fees and the Ticketmaster fees and all of that, that $125 ticket was $300. And I'm not making that up. And here in Vegas, When you buy a ticket to a show and it says, oh, just $89. When you click and Ticketmaster adds in its fee and the venue adds in its fee. And rental cars are the worst. The worst. Especially Hertz. If you rent a rental car from the airport, if it says $29 a day, uh uh-uh. There's going to be an airport use fee. There's going to be a a, a convenience fee. There's going to be a this fee and a that fee. And the $39 a day turns into like $80 a day. I rent enough cars to know. And so now in California, most of those hidden fees go away. The price you see is the price you pay. That needs to be a national law. Because these people lure you in with prices that are not real. Imagine at a store, you buy a pair of pants and you look at the price tag, the pants say $19.95. You get up to the check stand, the pants bring up $43. You're going to be like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, it says $19. Well, yes, but there's a register fee and then Kohl's has a return fee and then there's the parking lot tax and then there's the... Because that's what they do. And they, they've been getting away with it for decades and now in California and what I feel nationally should happen is they're not going to. And Nevada is very afraid of it. We don't have that law yet because the resorts get you. Some of the resort fees are 200 bucks. Well, you want to use the pool, don't you? You want to use the spa? And you can't say, no, I won't use your pool. I won't. You. I just want the room. You can't say that. Like the name of my first book, you can't say that. All right. We'll be back in just a second. Lots more to do. Lots more on the list. Veganuary. What does that mean to you? I will tell you. Motivate you. Brilliant. About Veganuary. Yup. He's going to talk vegan. If
1: you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really, K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the CorelCast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the CorelCast. Driving you home or driving you crazy.
0: Day to you. This the Corell cast. I am Karel, Happy Wednesday. Okay, so the beginning of the year is when you try to make pledges to eat better, exercise more, and all that. Uh, and it became a, the, the National Council on something, I forget, it became Veganuary. They started a marketing campaign to just get you to go vegan just in January. Because that's when you're trying to make resolutions and trying to be healthier, and this is a great way to try to be healthier. In fact, there's a new documentary out about the twin experiment where one twin ate a, a controlled but American diet, meat, dairy, all of that. Uh, and the other twin went vegan. And at the end of, I think it's 60 days or 90 days, they did health tests on both. And every one of the vegans was healthier than the other twin, was in better shape at the end than they were at the beginning. So this is Veganuary, and I would really like you to give Veganuary a try. I would like for you to go plant-based this just this month, okay? Because I know that 28% of you statistically will stay vegan after you do Veganuary. Restaurants all around you, I don't care where you're listening to me, what part of the world you're listening to me in, they all have January vegan specials. Even non-vegan restaurants participate in Veganuary. It's a very big, big marketing, worldwide marketing campaign. So now is the time. Now you know that I've I've preached to you here on the show all of the health benefits that can happen. You're still going to get sick, you might still get cancer, you might still, you know, still going to die. Okay? But you're going to be healthier and you're going to diminish your chances of certain things by eating a plant-based diet. Now, being veganuary, you know, in the word vegan, I don't want you to throw out all your leather and you know all, no, 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 no. I just want you to be a plant-based eater as much of January as you can. And let me give you a few tips as to how. First of all, don't fear meal prep services, either local ones in your area or places like Hungry Root or Purple Carrot. It is a great way to have delicious meals that you can cook that are all plant-based at about the same price as the grocery store, okay? Six meals for two people is about 140 bucks a week. So that's dinners. Okay? But if you're one person, that's 12 meals. And so that's lunch and dinner just taken care of. And you always have leftovers. There's another program called PlateJoy. P L A T J O Y. Okay? It's 100 bucks for the year. I highly recommend it. I use it. You go in and tell it you want what kind of menu you want. And for January, you would say vegan. And then it generates recipes for you. And you can swap out those recipes and say, oh, I don't want that. I don't want this. And then it will generate a shopping list for you. And even if you have Instacart, it will order those groceries for you. Or at least make a shopping list for you. And it even asks you, what do you already have in your pantry? That's called plate joy. And it is a real it's it's what I used at the beginning of being a vegan many years ago. I typed in I wanted to be plant-based, it gave me a menu each week, and I told it lunches and dinners, so it gave me 14 recipes, and then it coordinates the recipes with ingredients, meaning when when you get your week's worth of recipes, let's say you've got some tofu recipes, it gives you a couple. So it knows you're gonna buy tofu. And it, it gives you something to do with the leftover tofu. So get it something like Plate Joy or Hungry Root or whatever. That will really help you in Veganuary. Go out to eat a couple times a week to inexpensive, I know money's tight, but there are inexpensive plant based alternatives out there in your community. Here in Vegas, there are many. You know, lunch at Chef Kenny's is like 13 bucks. You know, so uh, Bronze Cafe a delicious sandwich for lunch, $12, $13. So you know what? And you that's enough to take home. Like you can split half and half. So make it easy for yourself. And then at home, for those of you that cook, get the favorite spices and sauces that you love in their vegan versions. Most sauces and spices are vegan. Get those because you can then dress up so much. For instance... For lunch yesterday, I wanted to go out, and then I didn't, then I did, then I didn't, Then I and I had that fight with myself. And then while I was fighting with myself about where to go, thank God I have choices and all of that, I went ahead and made lunch. And I just grabbed veggies that I had, a zucchini, uh, some carrot, uh, some uh, mushrooms, some red pepper, and some cabbage. And I fried up some tofu, just cubed it, rubbed it in olive oil, and fried it up, sprinkled some garlic on it then put all the veggies in, then put some noodles that I had because I bought noodles at the store, threw that in there and just threw some teriyaki sauce on top of it and fried it all up. And guess what? I had teriyaki noodles and vegetables with tofu and it was delicious and it took 15 minutes with vegetables I had on hand, noodles that I had in the refrigerator, tofu that I had in the refrigerator and teriyaki sauce that I had in the refrigerator. So make it, like resolutions, make Veganuary easy for yourself. All right, don't try all these intricate vegan recipes that you see online. Don't. Keep it simple. Buy the stuff like Beyond Meat. There's some great frozen fake chicken patties and chicken tenders and all of that. Get those things. Gardein, G-A-R-D-E-I-N. They make a whole bunch of frozen vegan meatballs and get vegan burgers, uh, uh, Annie's, Black Bean Burgers, Dr. Prager, they're called Prager's Black Bean Burgers. A quick burger. Put some tomato and some avocado and some barbecue sauce or ketchup on the whole wheat, and there you go. Salads. Just get as creative as you want to with the salads. Make it easy for yourself. Vegan food is food. So going plant-based in January isn't hard. I know a lot of you would think, oh, it'd be hard. It's not. You're st- just cook what you would normally cook, substitute any cheeses or butters with vegan cheese and vegan butter, and then for the protein, instead of using meat, use either a pre-made protein that they sell, you know, like Beyond Meat or Gardein or whatever, or get into beans, lentils, baby, black-eyed peas, garbanzo beans, hummus, falafel. It's all fabulous, and it's all for you. So I really want to inspire you today, on this Wednesday, to go plant-based for Veganuary. Just give me that. Just this month, like 26 days, 27 days, just just this month. There's ways to do it, I just gave you a ton. Use plate, joy, or whatever, but do it. I am Carell, you'll be who you want to be, Salon doesn't hurt anybody. We will see you on Friday, Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Or it will be in two days. So we will see you on Friday. Until then, you stay safe. And remember, it's easy to be a plant-based eater. Just do it for the month. Be january baby. You can do it. I believe in you. Come on, join the fun. We're all doing it. The cool kids. Hey, be one it's of us. Carell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today. And remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash That's youtube.com forward slash for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons of Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash That's patreon.com forward slash really my website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.